guys. Welcome to another episode of 5-Minute Major Radio. Dave here, along with my trusty co-host, Matt Mastriavani. How's it going, Matt? Pretty good. How about you? Doing all right. A little bit of a brutal beer league loss last night, but we'll regroup. Uh, that's all right. It's all good. Can't win them all. Um, we can't win them all. Yeah. But it seems like the Flyers can. Mm, and, I wouldn't go that far. Lately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, boys are back from the All-Star break. All-Star uh, game this weekend was, as advertised, it was... It was cool. It was cool. It was fun. Yeah. Skills competition was fun. I was loaded at the bar for it. Oh, heads up. Um, Responsibly? Of course. All right. Uber and then lovely girlfriend. Nice. By the nice. transportation. So there you go. All was good. Um... And, uh, you know, winners of each competition were expected. Like, you knew McDavid was going to win the skills competition. Yep. Good on the NHL for getting some of the women from Canada and U.S. to fill in for NHL stars not participating in the skills competition. That was, we got some cool sights. Uh, the girl from USA, I'm, trying, I'm blanking on Kendall her name. Kendall Schofield. Yep. She, uh, she's got some wheels. Oh, yeah. She was only, what, a second behind McDavid? Yeah. Well, also, too... The the guy that won the AHL fastest skater competition, I forget his name, but I'm pretty sure he was faster than He was like a second or two seconds yeah. faster than McDavid. So the always, they might have the race. The always hungry league coming up big. Coming up clutch. But uh yeah, I mean it was kind of like the same as it usually is for the most part because obviously McDavid won fastest skater because he's like a god on skates. Um Goudreau won the, the hands competition or whatever it was, the stick handling thing. Not surprised. Yeah, I mean, again, it's it's one of those things where the same the same core group of guys for a long time, I feel like, are going to come to the All-Star game, and it's just going to be kind of the same thing. Which, I mean, I don't know. The skills competition is fun to watch, but, it, like, watching it all the way through, for me at least, just got, like, unbearably, like, Boring at some points. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not the biggest fan of Kenny Albert, the commentator, either. He's better with football. Yeah, like I don't know his his hockey. Like he, I mean, I'm obviously I don't know the guy personally, and I'm not like trying to be mean, but like he just has like his voice just seems incredibly nasally, and it's like. It gets annoying it's after a while. Still better than Pierre's though. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, true. But I mean, I don't know. They, I don't know, I think the skills, the NHL definitely found the right way to do the All-Star game with the three-on-three tournament, but I think the skills competition needs some tweaking where it'll also involve maybe more guys, too, because, like, the guy like Giroux, he was in, what, two of the competitions out yeah, of... just two. Which, I mean, is fine, because I'm sure, I don't know if they get to pick what they're in or if they get picked for what they're in, but, like... I felt like I didn't see him for half the night, and then it was already over, and I was like, oh, all right, I guess he just, like, he did the stick handling thing, and then he went on, like, maybe three breakaways in the save streak challenge, and that was it. Like, I, 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 I was, I liked that challenge. It was different. No, it was you know, cool, yeah. They, they got rid of the breakaway challenge, which was, like, kind of like, all right, so I guess that's what they replaced I mean, it with. the breakaway challenge, they basically, I feel like they just renamed it to, to see how many, like, goals, how many shots these goalies could save. save. Yeah. yeah. But, but it, it was still all and right. And everything was everything was sponsored. Like, hey, let's go to the like the Wendy's RoboCam or it's, like. Like we, yeah. what we touched on last week, the All Star Games for the sponsors. It's, oh yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's it's for 
the young fans and kids and for sponsors. It's not for hardcore hockey fans. It's not for adults. It's for yeah. kids and people who want their wallets to be yeah. thicker. Um, it was. I mean, it was entertaining. It was entertaining, and the the, the games the following day and the three on three tournament were as expected. I didn't expect the Pacific Division to get absolutely demolished by the Central like they did. <laughs> I did not see that happening. I'm pretty sure um, John Gibson gave up seven goals on nine shots. I think like, something like if that. If I were him, like, he like legit. Probably he looked annoyed. Probably. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I would have been pissed off if I were him. I would have been like. I mean, I get it's an all-star game, boys, but come also on, man. maybe like make a save. Yeah, I don't know. He probably he probably didn't really care. Honestly. I was gonna He's say, like, yeah. I'm having a shitty year with the Ducks, even though my sets are amazing. My team's garbage in front of me. Like, I'm here because I'm oh, the he's only, a Vez- I feel I'm like the only he's, one here. He's in the consideration oh, for Vezina. That's how good his year's been for the Ducks. Yeah. It's just he's the only thing going good for them now. I was gonna they say, have like no one else. Yeah, but um, I would be pissed too. Like, but I wouldn't show it, obviously. I mean, they're got they're all getting paid to be there, so I'd be like, all right, yeah. I'll just like yeah. take my take this one on the chin and get my check and go back home. Yeah. So. Um, and of course, it was then the um, a much tighter, like almost close checking game. Yep. Was the uh, Easter Conference teams Atlantic versus the Cent not the Central but the Metropolitan Division, uh-huh. and that game was actually good and a yeah. nice back and forth. Drew had a couple points. Uh, Sidney Crosby, Matt Barzell, and Chris Letang. Oh, yeah. So, like, every time they were out there, like, was like, wow. Like, they're good at the hockey. I mean, I feel <laughs> I think the Metro is the, probably the best division in the league. Uh, it should be on paper because of skill. Yeah. But a lot of the teams in this division just underachieve for some reason. Yeah. So, I mean, the Islanders are unreal this year. On the, they'll, like, this year. They'll, they'll be shit next year. Again. I don't know. We'll see. But, again, but, like, uh, I, yeah, I mean, I think... I think the Eastern Conference, in general, is has probably the upper hand on the West at this point. I think. I think in, in individual skills, yes, but overall, like team play, the West is better. You think? Um, yeah, just me personally, because usually you see more Western teams win the championship overall. That's true. Um, but that being said, then of the course you have the championship final game, which was between the Central Division. And the, the Metro. Metro and the Metro just Jonathan stormed. Dub. They stormed away with it. Sidney Crosby was your All Star Game MVP. Got a truck Shocker! Or something. He got a truck that he'll probably donate or give to some family, like give it to his dad or his sister or something. I'll take a truck. I mean, yeah. I mean, we, we are Philly <laughs> fans, and Sid, we rat on you, but you're still one hell of a hockey player. And oh yeah. I'll take a free truck any day. Um, so that's that. It was it was a nice little weekend. Drew played well. It, it was it served its purpose. Yep. Flyers returned home on Sunday to have practice for them. The Flyers announced they, the recall of Carter Hart because they sent him down over the weekend to get some more playing with the fans. And, of course, Philadelphia fans and media freaked out for no reason, where if you had a brain and you used said brain, you knew the Flyers want Carter Hart to keep on playing. So he'll go to Lehigh Valley to meet back up on Monday. Don't work. Don't freak out. Well, we live in Philadelphia. The amount of people around the Flyers who call themselves fans, their brains are lacking. Mm. So a lot of people freaked the F out. Mm. And, like, I just, when they announced it, I was just scrolling through the comments just, just for the lulls. Yeah. Um, so Carter went down. He backed up Saturday night. He started Sunday. 
Uh, the Phantoms won Saturday. They lost the game that he played, but he got, like, peppered in the first period because the Phantoms just laid an egg for him. He got playing time. Wasn't really his fault. Um, then, of course, then on Sunday, he gets called back up for practice. Along with him being called up, the Flyers still called up Misha Mikhail Vorobiev back up to the team. And then they also sent Dale Weiss down to the Phantoms officially. So the whole Dale Weiss staying at home waiting for a trade thing is over. Now, they very much could trade him, but at least he'll be playing. Um, it also became clear that Dale Weiss officially is no longer in the Flyers' plans going forward. And all the beats are reporting that it seems like he's going to get bought out this summer. <coughs> Excuse me. That being said, on Sunday, Flyers come in last night. The Winnipeg Jets come in town. But again, me and you said, oh, no, this could be bad because they've won three in a row going into the All-Star break. They come out. Carter Hart keeps in the game in the first period. And the Flyers pull out that dub. They beat the, a very, very good hockey team in, in the Winnipeg Jets. Granted, minus Dustin Bufflin. But they still have, they're still a wagon without Big Buff. And um, Flyers came out with a, one hell of a win. Carter Hart was phenomenal in, that, phenomenal in that again. You had key contributors on your defense stepping up. The defense stepped up big with ghosts out of the lineup. Yeah. Um, J, that JVR Giroux connect me line is just doing damage again. You have Phil Veroni chipping in with the score on the fourth line. Mm-hmm. And then just, who scored the first? Who scored the first? Third goal. Veroni, Konechny, and then the G, the give and go with yeah, JVR yeah, and Konechny. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's just an overall good game, and we've won four in a row now. So, Matt, your thoughts on kind of everything that I just rambled off with? Uh, yeah, I mean, the boys are buzzing, as they say. Uh, four straight right now. Obviously, they're in the midst of a game against the Rangers at this point. Uh, Up one nothing. Yep, but, uh, I mean, depending on how this, this game unfolds right now, I mean, they've been playing good hockey lately, and I think – us two, along with everyone else, were probably really worried that they were three straight games going into the break, and then they have, what, nine? Was it nine days off or seven? It was like, probably seven. It was, no, it was like nine. Yeah. So, I mean, you have that. You have the time off, regardless of how, what exactly it was. But, I mean, enough where you come on the ice against a team like the Jets, knowing the way that the Flyers have played this year, like – you don't want to give them time off because they could obviously regress to looking like they don't know how to play hockey. And I mean, that first period for both teams looked like was they, rough. You could tell, like they, you could tell they both had a week off. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that was one of the more boring periods of just general hockey, not just because it was the Flyers, but I mean, a team like the Jets, who's obviously they're probably a top 10 uh, team in the league. Go cup contender for sure. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, and to have a team like that even look like they have a little bit of a hangover from their from their bye week or their time off, like obviously it showed that first period it was a little slow, uh, the pace of play back and forth, and then like no one scored, but there were some like uh, some chances on both ends once everyone got their feet going, and then obviously the second and third period was like all right we're we're back now like let's get in kick it into gear here, and then the Flyers just were able to score. They scored first, right? Yeah, yeah. They scored yeah. first. They scored first. Veroni which, scored uh, first, and then the Jets tied up, and the Flyers took over from there. Yeah. So I mean, again, it's again, it's just like it's a double-edged sword at this point too, because I mean, obviously you want them to win, but it's like you don't want them to, at least personally, and I'm sure everyone else, like a lot of people might feel the same way at this point. Like they have maybe thirty something games left at this point, and. 
I don't really want to, I mean, at this, I don't want them to tank, obviously, but, like, you think about it, I don't, I also don't want them to, the way that they've been playing for the first half of the season, like, miss the playoffs by, like, I don't know, like, probably not two points, but, obviously, like, I don't, I don't know, I don't want to say I don't want them to succeed, obviously, but I just, at this point, I feel like they're not going to make the playoffs as it is, but I don't want them to, like, bring our hopes up and then they obviously miss out on it. And then they also miss out on, let's say like a top five or even top three pick in the draft, which we all know who's coming like top two, obviously, but I don't know. I think it could be some of their games could be like microcosms of the entire season where it could be one of those things where it's too little too late. And I mean, obviously they start to play well now with four games uh, in a row that they've won, but then like, they will fall short of the playoffs and they'll still have nothing to show for it because they still won't get a, like a pick. I don't know. So again, obviously it's good that they're winning, but like, I don't like, it's going to, I feel like it's going to complicate things going forward, but it also couldn't, I could be wrong. So I don't know. And also we'll have to see what happens like during the, the next few weeks with the trade deadline is, under a month away at this point. Yeah, it's under a month. On the so, 26th. Yeah, pretty much like 20... How many days are in January? 31? Uh, correct. <laughs> yeah. Friday so, is the 1st of February. All right, so about like 27 days away from, uh, we'll say. I'm not yeah, a math guy. You're close. Yeah, but... Close. So, I don't know. I mean, I'm interested to see... Because Fletcher had that media availability the other day and basically said we're, we're going to be... we probably will be buyers and sellers, which was like, whoa, boy. And then... Well, you're buying for the future. Yeah. You're selling to get rid of players who you know aren't going to be back next year, and you're buying for pieces who you can add on to your plan for next season. Yep. Um, something that I said, like, I saw this going around uh, being used on Roger Hotcott this year was the term fun trading. Uh-huh. Combination of fun and frustrating. Because, yes, it's fun to see the Flyers finally win and play well, but it's frustrating as hell because, like, the way they're playing now is, 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 is what we expected back in October when we thought, okay, yeah. this team's going to contend for the division, yep. be a 100-plus point team, and win the two rounds of the playoffs. And now it's like you dug yourself your hole, and now you're here. Yep. It's like you're doing what Drake did where he started from the bottom, and now we're here. Hey. Oh, but... <laughs> Like I don't think it's gonna be as as successful as that song, and I'll I'll be like if the Flyers go on this tear. I know in last week's we talked about like how I'd be upset if they missed if they like ruined like they already failed the season they ruined it and they miss out on Jack Hughes or Capitaco. Yeah. Where I'll be okay with it is is it is if they call up Billy Myers, they call up Nick Abe Kubel, they call up more of the kids they can, they get rid of the dead weight that's not gonna be here next year, they call up the kids. And, and they keep playing well mm. with building up the team for next year that gets confidence, and Carter Hart keeps up this play, then I'll be happy. Because yeah. then you're getting the good progress that we need to go forward for next year to be a success. Mm-hmm. And that just sets the ball rolling. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Carter Hart's been as advertised, and he's amazing. He's amazing. His teammates, you know, Claude Drew was quoted saying, I said, like, you just don't see 20-year-olds do what he normally does. Yep. He's just so calm, cool, and composed after every game. And just the way he plays, like, you, there's a reason why he was ranked the best goaltending prospect. 
and we're, we're all seeing it. Like, like if I, I, I highly doubt there are any more Carter Hart doubters anymore in this fan base. Yeah, and and if there are, I mean, what are you seeing he that we're not really doubted in the first place? But I mean, people that were I think skeptical are now like, all right, like this kid's got the stuff. So. Yeah. And also, I don't want people to be like, well, what if he was here all year? Like, what if he was here in October? They would have avoided all this. Like, well, he didn't start that great of a start. He didn't start off so hot in the American Hockey League this yeah. year. And so I think he needed that little adjustment period. Phil Veroni even came out to the last night, and you know, like, he said Carter Hart's playing at a different level than what he was playing at in the AHL back in October. Because yeah. they were both there together. And even Veroni said he's taken his game to a new level. Uh-huh. And, like, we've addressed some couple pockets ago, some guys struggle in the American League, but light up the NHL. Yeah. So, it could be that. Yeah, I mean, um, trying to think. For me, at this point, I'm kind of just living living in the now, riding yeah. the wave like, of the winning streak. Like, yeah, it's like, fun. I'm, I'm going to the game Saturday, and I'm actually, like, I'm looking forward to going to the game Saturday because they've been playing well. Yeah, I know I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to have a good time. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things where I think I think I'm not the only one in this boat at this point, too, where it's like I'm not expecting them to make the playoffs, not because I don't think they can, but I just think they've dug themselves too big of a hole at this point with what happened the first half of the season. So it's like they're obviously trying to play catch-up at this point, but other teams obviously are going to keep doing what they've been doing all year. They- and it's like at some point the Flyers are just going to fall short and I mean that's fine. And again, like I'm not. It's not going to be the end of the world if we don't get like a top, like a top pick. I'm just. So you're. I'm just, go, you're going the anti REM route. What does that mean? REM. It's end of the world, and we know it. Oh yeah, sure. I'm just keeping up with the musical Sorry. references. I'm. I'm sure one might come up in my head. Yeah, know. we'll see. But I mean, I don't know. I just like. Again, I'm just gonna ride the wave right now. Pretty much it's a game-by-game process for me at this point where I'm not going to be like, oh, like, I'm going to be like, hey, like, right now I'm like, all right, cool, we're on a winning streak, like, keep it rolling. Like, that's fine with me. Like, it's nice to see wins for like, once. Throw, throw, like, now I'm like, when I, before you came to the podcast, I'm like, all right, throw on the Flyers. Yeah. Now it's, it's it went from like, oh, I'll throw on the Flyers. So, oh, the Flyers are on. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. But I think it's one of those things, too, where it's like you said, like, if it comes to the point, say, like, even next month or, like, early March, where you kind of know that they're not going to make the playoffs at that point, definitely call up the kids, like the kids that we've been wanting, the other kids that we've been wanting to see. So we get Bill them, Myers. We get them Bill Myers. in the big league, and then they know what they're up against for possibly next season when there's less dead weight or even just there's guys that they beat out for positions in training camp or something like that or guys that get traded. So, I mean, definitely you got to start looking towards the future and then in the coming weeks, once we kind of know where we're standing in the standings, and you just got to keep going from there. And I think that's what Fletcher wants to do because he said that he wants to start. He doesn't want to wait until next year or over the summer to get better. They want to get better now. So I'm really interested to see what happens at the deadline because, I mean, Simmons could get traded or, like, I mean, everyone, I mean, except for Giroux, everyone is probably – on the chopping block to some degree. And there's probably other guys, too, that are untouchable. Well, but 
Yeah. We can touch base on this. Like, first off, if you want Claude Giroux traded from the Squires team, yeah, you, you can just rip your fan card in half. Like, don't don't yeah. at, don't at me. Yeah. Um, I think Matt can agree with me on that. Like, if you think Claude Giroux is a terrible athlete and captain choke, you're not a Flyers fan. I'll just go flat there and say it. Like, you're not a Flyers fan. Like, like you're you're dumb and you're irrelevant. Again, don't at me. But um, he also has this thing called a no trade clause, so you can't trade him. So people were freaking out about that uh, when Chuck Fletcher said that yesterday. And, of course, you know, like, Carter Hart, Ivan Provorov, Travis yeah. Kittany, Noah, like, those guys basically, aren't movable pieces. Like, unless yeah. we were getting Connor McDavid back, then yeah. you'd trade him. Unless you get, but Edmonton's you, not that dumb anymore. I mean, it's like one of those things where if you think that they shouldn't be traded, then they're most likely not, or they won't at all, because it's like, Again, like, they have so many of these young guys that have struggled this season. Guys like Patrick or, like, Konechny. I mean, Couturier is still killing it. But, like, Provorov and Ghost have had rough seasons, but they're probably Patrick they're not last, going anywhere. Patrick's turned it on, though. This oh, winning yeah, streak, yeah, yeah. last night he played almost – he almost played half the game. Yeah. And Patrick's been what what he should have been all year yeah. long. And Konechny's been playing with fire. Yeah. Like, this – you're, it's just – it's, again, it's fun straining because you're seeing what we thought we were going to see all – freaking year yeah yeah i mean again i think it's just gotta it's again i've said it before it's just a kind of wait and see process at this point because as the trade deadline gets closer fletcher will hopefully make some good moves and then kind of bolster the the scoring depth here and then also get more help on the back end defensively because i think that's those are pretty much all that we need at this point i mean with heart and then Depending on how, like, I mean, I don't know. I guess Hart will probably be here for the rest of the season. Uh, project Projectively, if that's a word. Yeah, Chuck Fletcher came out. Reportedly. Yeah, Fletcher came out yesterday and said that, you know, if the Flyers are, if they are in the playoff hunt come March, like yeah. mid-March, then Carter will be get some more time with the fans because the fans are going to be, yeah, 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 they're right. making a huge run this year. Like, they, they, they are a Calder Cup favorite to win yeah. the American League. Yeah. So, unless, you know, that's the only way that I'd see that happening. You know, Chuck's got a big list, you know, an, another defenseman to add to the score. Maybe another second-line center if you move Drew back to wing. Maybe another scoring winger. Yeah. And then, and then another defenseman to add in there to – or uh, we already touched on the defenseman, but, you know, a, a goalie to work with Hart. Yeah. Um, I don't think you can – we touched on this in previous podcasts, but Michael Norvith, gone, you're walking IR. Uh, Lions got one more year left in his deal, but he'll probably be with the Phantoms. Elliot's most likely um, gone. Stars is an RFA. Yeah. And if you're Brian Elliott, like, dude, why rush to come back this year at all? Like, yeah. you're a he's you're, still you're, week, you're, you're a mid thirties aged goaltender who has core problems. The core is a pretty particular necessary area to have healthy if you're an NHL goaltender. Really? I think so. All right. It it, sa- it sounds pretty <laughs> important to me. Yeah. Um. It might also feel pretty important to them. Oh, yeah. Okay. You know, if you're Brian Nell, you're thinking, all right, what am I going to do about my career? Mm-hmm. Like, I could come back this year with the Flyers and potentially re-injure myself and not get a contract for next season. Yeah. Or I can just sit out this year, be healthy, see if I get an offer July 1st in free agency, or take a PTO yeah. and try out with some team. Because he's still, when healthy, he is still a league average goaltender. It's just he hasn't been healthy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... There's really not much else to say about that at this point, but again, I think, like I said, it's just uh, you gotta just sit back and kind of 
not enjoy the ride, but just go for the ride. Just go with the flow. Because there's really no, like, telling what's going to happen at this point. So you just got to kind of let it happen and then just kind of absorb it all and then just react from there. Because, I mean, with the trade deadline coming up, there's obviously going to be a lot of rumors out there. So people are probably going to be like, oh, my God, like, this person said this, so it's got to be true. And then the Flyers are going to get Quenville magically again. Like, um, The Flyers are going to sign Bryce Harper. Wayne Gretzky is going to come out of retirement and play second line for the like, or first line center with Giroux on the wing. Like, Peter Forsberg is coming back from I'm gonna Sweden. Say it's just, Eric Lindros yeah. is on retiring. Like, Joe gonna, Sackick is going to step in for the Colorado Avalanche. Yeah, I mean, basically we'll see what happens. Basically, I mean, there's obviously people out there – that are gonna like try and mess around with like Twitter like feeds and all that, but just wait for that blue check mark at the side of the uh, the side of the account name, and then don't don't get Sam Charidi. Don't don't do that. Yeah, I mean, there's gonna obviously be like rumblings, and then things are gonna develop, but don't hold your horses until the gates are actually open. I guess that's a metaphor, but yeah, you know what I mean. So. Don't get uh don't get reeled in by all that fake news yeah. these days because obviously we know what it's done to the political world and the media world, but let's keep it out of the hockey world. Exactly. So, exactly. We only want legit news here. Yeah, let's uh um, keep hashtag hockey Twitter in pristine condition. Exactly. Basically like keep it like a Fiji water type. I don't know. Fiji water's Fiji uh, water or gritty holding a tray of aquafina. True, Aquafina. No, Dasani. Oh, was it Dasani? I think it no, was. No, I think it was. They were. They were making. I think it was Aquafina at the All Star game. Uh, he was trolling the Dasani. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but uh, yeah. yeah, just you know, don't get reeled in by all that fake shit. Sorry, but straight up. That's, no, I mean, that's, that's the bottom line. And, and also another point we were willing to make: if you hear reports about scouts being at a Flyers game or any other NHL game, believe it. I'm just kidding. Guess what? They're there. <laughs> They're there all year. They're not just there at the deadline. Just because a National Predators, a Winnipeg Jets, an Edmonton Oilers, a Calgary Flames, a Pittsburgh Penguins, Rangers, whatever other 30 NHL teams scout. Seattle. Maybe. Possibly. Um, just yet. because if they're attending a game, it doesn't mean jack shit. A trade could happen. Odds are it's not going to happen. A lot of these scouts generally love the game of hockey. They love their job. They like scouting things. They Maybe could be there's good food in the press box. There night. could be. There could be a chicken parm special. Oh, you never man. know. Yep. Um, sometimes they're just traveling. Like they have a layover in a city overnight, and they go, "Oh, the Flyers are playing. I'll go to the game because I have a press pass." Like I can do that. Like just just because they're there. Doesn't mean something's happening, and when you see all the beat writers in Philly saying, "Oh, there's 26 scouts, the Flyers game tonight," ignore it. It's it's not important. Like you see people saying, "Oh, they're gonna trade ghosts. They're gonna trade. They're gonna trade everybody and their mother." Like no, take a deep breath. They're just scouts. It's just a tweet. It's just a tweet. <laughs> the tweeter wants action on his Twitter profile, or his or her. Trying to get clout. They want data in the cloud. Yeah, there you go. That's all they want. And they're going to get it. Because fans like to overreact over stupid shit. Don't do it. It's a, it's a trap. Hmm. Yeah, 
I mean, it is, it's obviously, like, a, it's a, I guess it's a fun fact to be like, oh, like, there's a lot of, like, I saw earlier tonight, like, I'm pretty sure I saw there were 29 scouts at the Columbus game right now, and I'm like, that seems like a lot, because, I mean, there's only so many seats for so many people in the press box in these arenas, so it's like, you got 29 guys, like, that's almost, like, probably the entire section of the press that's, like, taken up, so, like, maybe someone's gonna have to get a folding chair, you never know. Or sit with the sit with the common folk in the, in the same seats. Yeah. I mean, that'd be cool as a scout, because then maybe you get some inside info from, uh, like, a fan. But, yeah, exactly. Flyers, maybe you should, like, maybe get Panarin. Uh, we, can touch <laughs> on, we can touch on that, because it apparently got rumored today, or Darren Drager, who works for TSN up in good old Canada, eh? Um, wrote a report, because Artemian Panarin told Columbus that he's not signing the contract extension with them, and that he'll play off a year, but he probably wants to get traded, and he's going to sign away on July 1st. And Darren Drager reported that apparently, at last year's draft, the Flyers were very, very close to completing a trade, and were the closest out of all 31 NHL teams to completing a trade with Columbus for Artemi Panarin, and Hexall did not pull the trigger. Now I wonder why. What did Columbus want that Hexall said no? Granted, Hexall didn't send Brandon freaking Manning to the Edmonton Oilers when Peter Shirelli said, Yo, Ron, what up? So, I wonder. I, I wonder. Like I already have a good headline for, like, if whoever gets Panarin, if he gets traded, or if he gets signed, regardless if, the, if it's the Flyers or not. But, I mean, if it, was, if it was the Flyers for the right deal, I'd be ecstatic. But, headline, call it now. Let's get this bread, man. Boom. 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 For those of you who are watching or listening to the pod don't know, his nickname is the bread man. Yeah. So I had some puns earlier. Now Matt's getting the pun. Just That's a pun. probably it's a pun I fold mean, episode. Today. I would be so hyped if they got him. Oh, because he, he's a bone. He's your he's a high scoring left winger, a right winger. Yeah. Can, can you look? Just. I can't. R- r- I don't r- want r- to because I'd get excited and then I'd be like, he's not gonna come. But Panarin, Giroux, and like connect me. Stop. That's we're just going to leave it at that. We're going to leave it at that. Just yeah. you, use your imagination. I'm, you're all smart people. Um, Who knows? I mean, I don't even know what I would do. Again, like, I'm not going to – I'm not even going to put it in my head at this point because it's most likely not going to happen. But if it were to somehow happen, then let's get this bread, man. Let's get this bread, man. But that's – You could always trade for him in chill. True. But, eh, it's just that chill. game's kind of – I don't know. Not yeah. the biggest fan of that game. It's all right. EA, what yeah. are you doing? But, um... What else? Other than that, um... Yeah, what else? There's, there's been that too I mean, much I, to talk about. Not much, not much has been around. Uh, we can kind of touch around the other league here. Oh, uh... Stadium Series. Oh, the Stadium Series jerseys? Next month. Jerseys possibly leaked online. Again. And... Next to the Penguins jersey. So both jerseys have now leaked next to each other in a store in Toronto. Yes. Initial thoughts on both jerseys are highly disappointed. I, I'm meh. Adidas, NHL, Flyers, and Pittsburgh Penguins. You, If, if this is what you're going to wear, yeah. 
you could have both done so much better. Like, there are better jerseys in your catalog of pre-existing jerseys. Like, you could have both gone retro roots. I mean, also... And they would have looked so much better. Just do a quick Google search for Flyers or Penguins concept jersey and pay someone to make those because, I mean, I've done that before and just, just to see what's out there. And some of those are sweet. And if they actually existed, I would buy one. But based off of what I've seen from the quote-unquote potential jerseys that quote-unquote leaked in these quote-unquote stores, I'm not going to spend $250 on an orange jersey with a black logo on it because I could make no, that there, there's a black at a local t-shirt store. There, for there, there's a black stripe, It doesn't too. matter. I don't, I'm, I'm going to wait for the Chinese knockoffs to come out so I can get, get it for like a fourth of the price because, I mean, I mean, I understand now that I've kind of gotten more knowledge about how, not how things work, but like just kind of I've reasoned with myself about why these jerseys have taken so long to come out. Either both teams are saving themselves the embarrassment that they took forever, that they aren't going to sell anything, or that they're actually going to be sweet and like obviously they're not going to want to overlap the all-star jerseys. And the all-star jerseys were kind of underwhelming as well, but that's that's in the past now. But again, I mean, you're waiting on they this grow time. Me, though. I will admit, the all-star jerseys grow on me. Not yeah, gonna I mean, they're all like, I don't know, you get all this hype around like the outdoor game and it's going to be on probably national TV. Yeah, it's going to be an NBC game. It's a primetime NBC game, like Philadelphia at the link, like Super Bowl champs here. Like, Go Birds. You want to look good, obviously. You don't want to be like, oh, like did a third grader make those in this coloring book? And you're just like, Give me that. I'll pay you 25 bucks for this jersey design. Like, the Flyers, in my opinion, the Flyers need to redeem themselves with a fire jersey after the somewhat disappointing design of the 50th anniversary jersey where they decided that bright orange and gold went well together. And I, I mean, I still bought one of those because it's the 50th anniversary. So it's like, I, I, I did not buy one of those. But anyway. I mean, you can still buy them. No, yeah, yeah, I know. But, like, I bought it just because, like, I like to collect jerseys, and I, like... Didn't you get a custom one? Yeah, I got Bobby Clark. Right. Original bully, you know? Right. 50 years, might as well get the OG. Be nice. So, but I have one of those. I've worn it maybe twice. But, I mean, again, I think that they need redemption after those jerseys, because those jerseys are, like, really? Like, you're just going to put gold around everything? Like... Let's just hit the uh, the stroke button on font and turn it to gold and then make it like three-point weight maybe. I don't know. And then to be like, looks well, good to me. Sell it. And they're like, all right, here we go. Did you use Microsoft Paint? Yeah, probably. But, I mean, again, like, if these are the real – if the real jerseys – we'll have to link these to a picture of these because, I mean, these jerseys are just going to make you go, why? Yeah. Like – and you retweeted it from someone, but it was basically like uh, I can pull up the tweet. Hold on, because the, the tweet, like, the tweet yeah. is real. It's the tweet is honestly, it's golden. The Foreman Mills, like we all know, Foreman Mills, like stretch Foreman Mills. Mills. Like, did someone just like put this together when they were like drunk at three a.m. and like wanted to design a jersey and possibly get it on an NHL game because that's what it looks like. I don't know, but it's just like again. We waited all this time, and it's like you bring out these things, and it's like, oh boy. The tweet was, uh, it's from uh, at Jay Sequila, probably butchered that name, 
Uh, but he's but, a Broad Street hockey writer. Yeah, he works for Broad Street Hockey. His picture on Twitter is gritty, so approve. Um, he wrote Pittsburgh Penguins versus Philadelphia Flyers in the Foreman Mills Chinese knockoff jersey stadium series game. Yeah. Like, I just hope that those aren't what they are, like, for real, because, again, it's just going to be disappointing where it's like, obviously they want to make as much money as they can because these jerseys are coming out three weeks before the game, so you got 21 days, essentially, to sell as many as the as many of these as you can, and it's like people obviously you're gonna buy them regardless of what I they mean, look like. I, I'll probably still buy one. Yeah, but I mean like you got and it's like especially guys like Hart are probably gonna be big sellers. So it's like people are gonna buy them regardless. But I mean personally, like if they look like that, I'm probably just gonna wait until they're on a knockoff site and buy them for forty bucks because I don't know if that's gonna be worth my hard-earned money that. Like, I'm going to spend on something that looks like I can make it on my own. And for all those who are curious, my sources have told me that uh, a little birdie informed them that uh, this Sunday morning, the Febu- February 4th, at 9 a.m., these well, the Wells Fargo Center fans will open up to unveil the jerseys, and they will be available for sale. So, um, I know that... Are they going to be on sale then, online, too? I would assume so. Um, but we that tweet, I, of course, my source was from a Flyers for, official photographer, uh, who I follow on Twitter. I'm going to keep her secret, her, her identity anonymous. Don't, don't want to throw her on the bus if she leaks some information that shouldn't be out to the public. But, scoop here, if you want a jersey from my trusted source, February 4th, 9 a.m., Wells Fargo Center. Oh, here's another thing. Might uh, be there. Also, so... Back to things at the Wells Fargo Center store. Went online. And oh, I'm sorry. The 4th is a Monday morning, so I won't be there. I'll be at work. Never mind about that. Boom. Bang. Fake news from this guy. Just kidding. Just but, call uh, me Donald Trump. So, anyway, I'm on the internet. I'm, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go look at the Wells Fargo Center store, see if they have gritty dolls online on the website. Because on the website. These are a hot commodity, guys. Oh, yeah, dude. These got stopped by customs for the government shutdown. I was personally affected by the government shutdown because I couldn't get a stuffed animal gritty. So I'm basically traumatized from that. What Glad is- the government's open now because maybe I can finally get one. But again, I go online to the Wells Fargo Center sh- uh, shop, whatever they call it, and I go to the gritty section. They have a whole page dedicated to this guy, which is awesome. And I look up, I'm seeing it, scrolling through stuff. I'm like, maybe they have it online and I can like order it and then pick it up at a game when I go. But no, I guess it's just one of those things where they don't want anyone to have any fun, and they, they can't. They don't want happiness. They can't sell anything online that's gonna be like, oh, like I can like finally get one of these, and then go right to the game because they have like these like Amazon like locker things. You know, you can pick up an Amazon package in a locker somewhere, like at a Sunoco, which is weird. But anyway, but yeah, they don't have them online, so now I have to kind of. Search for them on uh, at the games when I go. I don't know when the next game I'm going to, but I mean, if you're there, you're there Saturday, so yes, not not big deal. Hook a man up. So I'll see, uh, I'll see what I can do. Also, they're on uh, they're the bleacher. It's a bleacher creature, which is like a thing. So the bleacher creature website has them, but they are back ordered and won't ship until April twentieth, four twenty. Blaze it. So I mean, why not? Why not? 
but I also might lose interest by that time. And I'll it'll be like mid-May, and I'll get a gritty stuffed animal in the mail. I'll be like, why did I buy this? But, I mean, I might still do it anyway if I can't find one at the arena. So oh, well. Just, you know, it's just one of my life quests that I'm on, just yes. to get this stuffed animal that's going to probably end up in my closet in a matter of days. But just the thrill of the chase, you know? Exactly. So... Like a wild cheetah hunting hunting a gazelle. That's how my life is going. Is it going to be narrated by the, the Net Geo guy, too? David Attenborough? The Planet Earth guy? And here we are. Sir David Attenborough. Not Athen, Attenborough. I'm pretty sure that's the name. He's a legend. And here we find a wild man astro hunting for his gritty dog. I mean, I'll take it. Or Morgan Freeman. I can't do Morgan I can't, I can't do a Morgan Freeman. I can't do a Morgan Freeman. I can do the Nat Geo guy. I, anyone, I can't. I can't do more I mean, than To have anyone narrate any aspect of my life would be sweet. That's true. But again, I don't know. Maybe I'll find one of these, and it'll be like when I find it. It'll be like when Simba gets raised at the beginning of the Lion King. The new Lion King that comes out this summer. I mean, the old one. The OG cartoon the, one. Oh, OG. You know, yes. I mean, the millennials are. The, I mean, I think I'm a millennial, but you know, we both are millennials. The uh, the snowflake generation gets to see this live action animation bs which i'm gonna still see because I mean, it's it looks cool oh yeah it looks awesome but i mean the cartoon version is where it's at that shit on vhs why when i was a young warthog exactly any hoodles um anything else you want to cover on the flyers we have a question from a fan oh. regarding another nhl eastern conference team before we we can do that. We can end the Flyers talk here. We have anything else we want to add about that, or we can kind of touch on any other fan questions or any rest of hockey NHL talk. We can do that, and then I guess I was going to say maybe we can look up, we can look and see kind of what's going to happen the rest of this week, games wise. Yeah, we are getting close so, to our time out here, but far away from Timothy Lake, Sabres fan coming in, uh, peace. Uh, do you think the Sabres rally and make the playoffs? Um, it looked like they were going to win, but, uh, then good old Mikey Grinelli of Spittin' Chicklets got those wagon t-shirts made, <laughs> and ever since that happened, he changed them. they've been god-awful, yeah. um, I mean, I just don't, I, I, mean, I honestly uh, don't. Where are we looking at them in the standings right well, now? Well, it's going to good old, if my mouse would want to work. My, my, Technical I, difficulties with his wireless. We got mouse. it. We got it. We got it. We're good. Hang with us. Uh, Stats. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm. We're having a little trouble. Oh boy. That's Stick a little rough. Uh, right now the Sabers are right now they're four points out of the last wild card. They're four points behind the Pittsburgh Penguins in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, they're, they're very much still in it. Um, you know, if Pittsburgh keeps on laying eggs like they did last night to New Jersey Devils, yeah. uh, Sabres could find themselves back in it. But the Sabres, they have to get their stuff together. Their goaltending needs to get better. Um, Olmark and Hutton need to be back in the form they were earlier in the year. Um, Ras- Rasmus, or the Rasmuses in Ristolainen and Darlene, Need, they need to both improve their defensive play, as do yeah. the rest of their decor. And just they need to, they need to get back to that scoring. Eichel's gone quiet. Uh, Reinhardt's gone quiet. 
Um, it seems like the only person scoring right now for Buffalo is Jeff Skinner, and he might not even be there next year because he's a UFA. Yeah. So. And he's probably going to get big money. Oh, he's going to get so they, paid. Buffalo is in the Atlantic Division, correct? Correct. So, and the Atlantic Division, I mean, the top three in that division are probably going to be, I mean, right now, it's Tampa, Toronto, and Montreal. So. And Boston's and right they, there with 59 yeah, so points beyond the first wild card. I think that. No one's catching Tampa. I'm going to say that the Sabres will make the playoffs as one of the wild cards or potentially the third spot in the Atlantic, but they obviously have to get back to what they were doing earlier this year when they went on that 10-game winning streak, and then they kind of just, like, dropped off after that. But, I mean, they're a good – like, I mean, they're, they've become – they've grown into their own – their shoes, I guess. They're, they're making the right steps forward. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's just, you know, maybe you're seeing that there's still maybe one or two pieces away. Yep. Like, maybe you need a, a legit goaltender. I mean, you don't want to go with career, like, 1B, Carter Hutton, and up-and-coming Linus Omar. Like, maybe you need an actual, like, bonafide number one goalie. And maybe you also need just, I mean, Rasis Dahlin's a franchise defenseman. Yeah. But it's his first year in the NHL. Like, maybe some more time is needed. I was going to say, and it's tough, too, because that top that top three is already pretty much not locked. But I, I mean, mean, Tampa's locked. Tampa's Ta- locked. Tampa's going to win the Eastern Conference. They very yeah. well may. They're probably going to win the President's Trophy yeah. as the best team overall. And in then the Toronto league. is probably going to end up as the two or three, depending on what they – I mean, they're – they're good. I think I think the division in the night division it's gonna finish Tampa, Toronto, Boston, and then Montreal, and then they're gonna be one of the wild card seeds. Whether that be uh, Buffalo or yeah, so it would be Buffalo or Florida if they get if they get back in it. Um, I mean, they're still I, mean, they I, still I have I, over thirty games. They still have, and they and they have a couple games in hand. Um, you know, I want to see Buffalo do well because they've been they've been bad for a long time, and yeah. there's uh, there's a good fan base in Buffalo, oh, yeah. and they deserve to have a winning. They they haven't won the cup in their history. Yep. Like they deserve to have a winning team. Were they in the playoffs last year? No, no they were not. Right. They haven't made it in a couple of years. Mm. Um, so you know, I I wish them well. Uh, they need to get their shit together. I think because they, if they keep up this yeah. lackadaisical, lackadaisical play. They will be removed yeah. from the playoff picture very quickly. Yep. Um, it's just, I mean, it's it's going to get tight. And it's already tight now. They're only four points back. But again, as each game is from now on is going to count a lot more as it gets later in the season. So it's like, like you said, they just got to basically start winning again and keep winning. And things might have to swing right for them in a certain way. But I mean... Again, I think they can make the playoffs, but there's obviously a number of factors that are going to determine if they do or if they don't. Yeah. And if you're just a casual fan of hockey and tune in here and there, like you're not a, you're not like a bro big fan of the NHL, but you want to get into hockey, now is the time of year to start watching because you're going to see why the NHL has such a hardcore loyal fan base. Because the level of hockey that you're going to see from now until the Cups raised in June is phenomenal. And it gets your heart going. Yeah. What? Um, yeah, that's pretty yeah, much that with Buffalo. Yeah. Uh, thanks for your question, Tim. Um, Bill oh, Mafia. 
Bills fan? <laughs> I mean, what's so? I, I would assume so. Uh, Let's take a look at uh, what the Flyers got coming Flyers up coming next up. week before the next pod. So before the next pod, of course, they have their – right now they are currently playing the New York Rangers up at MSG. They have a one nothing lead. Anthony Starr's making some pretty huge saves. Oh, yeah. They go into Boston on Thursday oh, evening. That's a huge game. Yeah. Uh, and they come home for Saturday – Against Connor McDavid and the Edmonton Oilers, I will be at that game with my lovely girlfriend. Oh, they have a nice little host. Not a big deal. Out. Yes, they very well do. And then following that, another Western Canadian team comes to town on the 4th, the Vancouver Canucks. Then, of course, our next podcast will be on the 5th. Then on the 7th, another game I'll be at, not a big deal, oh, against the LA Kings. They do play on ground, I think. And then on that Saturday, another Pacific Division foe comes in town with the Anaheim Ducks. And then that's it for that upcoming stretch. And to end the homestand on February 11th, the Pittsburgh Penguins are in town. And that's a Steam Series precursor game. And it's going to be, as good old Ilya Brizgov would would say, humongous big. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. These teams that they have kind of coming down the stretch, I feel like, are all teams, except for the Bruins, I mean, the Bruins are going to be out looking for a little bit of revenge after the last game. And Carter Hart's already been announced as the starter, yeah. so it's right. good, it should be another so, good game. But, uh, Edmonton Dumpster Fire should be a win. Oh, yeah, is Rask is out, too, so we'll probably Rask, see... We'll probably see Yara Halak. Halak or who's their other... I'm trying to think who their third stringer is. McIntyre? Yeah. So, I think. What? I don't know. I mean, and Vancouver is kind of a... Peterson's coming to town. Peterson. He's pretty, pretty good. I don't know if I have tickets for that game. Brock but, Besser's pretty good, too. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't know. I mean, again, it's it's a sit back and see what happens situation for the Flyers at this point because they have maybe 35 games left, and then that's the that's curtains on the season. So, I mean, you just got to wait and see what happens. As I've been saying this whole time, so you probably already know what to do. Including tonight, well, right now the Flyers have played 49 games. So if you include tonight, that's 50 games played. You have 82, so they've got 32 games left. There you after go, tonight. so 32. So it, it, it's crunch time. I wouldn't call me a math guy. Maybe a stat guy. I don't know. I think it's beyond crunch time at this point. Oh, it, it's been... We were at, wasn't, wasn't that our saying a couple years ago for the playoffs? Like, it's crunch time or something? Crunch time. Clutch, not crunch. Okay. Yeah. Crunch not, not butter crunch, although it's a, no. a very tasty candy. Yeah, yeah, it is. By Nestle. True. Random facts by day. True. There you go. More you know. <laughs> but uh, I think that's about it for today. Yeah. Would you say? Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good pod. Uh, thanks for coming on, Matt. And of course, everyone, thank you for your comments, questions, and concerns. We had a nice little turnout on Facebook Live tonight. That's what we want to see happening. Oh, yeah. Um... If you want to re-listen to the pod, you can you can obviously watch the rewatch this Facebook Live episode when it's available. But of course, keep an eye out for us on SoundCloud and iTunes. Yes, sir. So thank you very much for listening, guys, and let's go Flyers. Bye, guys.